podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. The day after Liverpool nil, Inter Milan won at Anfield in the Champions League. Now, Liverpool losing a game has sent some people into a tailspin. People failing to remember that we have advanced to the last eight of the Champions League. There's been a lot of hot takes today on social media, some including the big brain moment of people suggesting that maybe Thiago isn't part of Liverpool's best 11, which is a very unique line of thought to take. Liverpool lined up last night with Alisson in goal, Trent, Joel, Virgil and Robbo at the back. Joel stepping in for Kanate. Kanate not even in the squad, so obviously whatever injury he's nursing at the minute was just seen as not worth the risk. A midfield of Curtis Jones, Fabinho and Thiago Alcantara, and then Mo Salah, Diogo Jota and Sadio Mane up front. I have to say I was surprised by that midfield. Uh, not, Not by Curtis or Fabinho truly, but I was surprised Thiago started. Uh, I thought the midfield all played very well. I thought they were the one strong unit on the night. thought the two fullbacks played well. Didn't think any of the front three played particularly well. Now, with Mo, that perception might be based on the cha- fact that he missed two good chances and hit the post on both. If they go in, obviously, we think differently. I thought Jota had a poor game, still doesn't look right. I thought Mane was really poor. I did think Mane was really poor. Um, Joel had a decent game, but was really sloppy for their goal. Virgil had a good game, but was a little bit lazy for their goal and maybe should have gotten out to block Latura Martinez's shot. But what's important to remember about last night is that we had twice as many shots, twice as much of the ball. We controlled the game. We hit the woodwork three times. There was an incredible block from Vidal to deny Luis Diaz. We could easily have scored four goals. Uh, They could have maybe got one more. And the goal they got is an absolute worldie. They lined up with a bit of a surprise. They started Alexis Sanchez alongside Martinez. Didn't expect that, I have to say. Midfield was basically as expected. Defence was as expected. And obviously Handanovic in goal. They had Alexis Sanchez sent off two minutes after the goal, and this has led to a lot of cry-arsing. It led to Thierry Henry making the statement that if you've ever played football, that's never a yellow card. Frankly, I think that's nonsense. 
think back to Virgil getting booked for the exact same tackle on Dries Mertens a couple of years back. Martinez should have been, or sorry, Sanchez should have been sent off for the tackle on Thiago earlier when he got his yellow card. That was a red card tackle. This was absolutely a yellow card. Absolutely a yellow card. So there's no grounds at all for that kind of cry arsing. Uh, they were a little bit lucky that Arturo Vidal, who seemed to foul every single time one of our players had the ball, didn't get a second jello as well, just for an accumulation. But all things considered, I thought we played quite well. Now, I watched the game this morning. I didn't see it last night. And I thought we played quite well. I thought we controlled the game, controlled the areas the game was played in. They were 1-0 up, needing a second goal, and we had them pinned inside their own half. Virgil and Joel were stood 10, 15 yards inside their half as we compressed the space. So the idea that we were outplayed, obviously you have the idiots that want to say Inzaghi outmanaged Klopp, which just isn't the case. It was the same thing after the first game when they had zero shots on target at their home stadium. We played well in this game. We lost to a worldie. As simple as that. It's an incredible goal by Martinez. It's an absolutely phenomenal goal. So I don't really know how anybody could make the case that we were outplayed or anything of that nature. Just very, very strange the takes that people have after games, all based on the result. Jamie Carragher said last night he thought Inter were the better team over two legs. What are you talking about? They had a spell at the San Siro. A spell. We were the better team. We were the better team for the first half. We were the better team for the last 25. They had 20 minutes. Last night, they had maybe two or three five-minute spells where they looked the better team. And aside from that, it was just us controlling the game with Thiago and Fabinho doing what they do. Now, that is the first time we've lost with Thiago and Fabinho starting in midfield. And it's our first loss in a while. But look, this is what you need to keep your mind on. We were going to lose at some point between now and the end of the season. We weren't going to go unbeaten across all competitions from the West Ham game right up until the end of the season. We just weren't. We were going to lose at some point. At some point, that midfield pairing was going to lose. And it just happened to be on a night where we didn't need to win. We didn't need to win. Losing last night 1-0 means absolutely nothing to us. We're through. We're qualified for the quarterfinals. So rather than focus on the result last night, focus on the actual outcome and then work your way back and focus on the performance because the performance was far better than some people are trying to make it out to be. We did not play poorly last night. 
A couple of individuals had poor games, Jota and Mane in particular. But aside from that, there's no complaints. There can be no complaints. Naby came on and looked really good. Henderson came on and did well. Diaz came on and looked a threat. We had loads of other options there on the bench. Joe Gomez, Ox, Taki, Costas, Harvey, Divock, James Milner. We're looking about as strong as we possibly could last night. There's still Roberto Firmino and Ibrahima Kanate to come back into that squad from last night. And Kanate can knock Adrian out of the group and you drop out whoever it is you want for Bobby to come back in. And that's a really strong squad that we'll have moving forward in this Champions League. And nobody who's left is warranting of us being worried about them. We are as good as absolutely anybody left in this year's Champions League. There is no doubt about that. So Bayern Munich demolished Red Bull Salzburg last night, 7-1. They go through. You've got City 5-0 up on Sporting after the first leg. They're going through. They're probably the two best teams, Bayern and City, other than us. They're probably the two best teams. Are we worried about either of them? I'm not. Benfica or Ajax? You're not going to worry about either of them. Chelsea are two up on Lille. Chelsea will get through. Again, you're not going to be massively worried about this. Atletico Madrid or Manchester United? We already dismissed Atletico Madrid in the group stage and United are garbage, so that's fine. Villarreal or Juventus? This isn't the Juventus of four or five years ago. Villarreal aren't going to worry us too much. And then PSG or Real Madrid. PSG won up from the first leg. Real, second leg at home tonight. I don't know that you'd be overly worried about either of them. There's weaknesses in both teams. Whereas if we're at our best and they're at their best, we don't have a weakness and they do. So, again, you look up and down the list. Bayern, worthy of respect. City, worthy of respect. Chelsea, worthy of respect. PSG or Real, worthy of respect, but with weaknesses in both their teams, weakness in that Chelsea team. City are poor when they go behind. And Bayern, their central defence isn't particularly good. So who are we to worry about? I'm not saying we'll win the thing, but I think we've got a really good chance of being at that final on the 28th of May. I think we've got a really good chance. I don't think there's anybody that we can come up against in the next round that we should be overly worried about. You'd like to avoid City, Bayern and Real or PSG at this point and get them maybe in the semis. But you're not going to worry if you do. You're not going to be hiding under the bed or anything. You're not going to be Gary Neville. It's just very strange to see people getting so worked up about a tie that we won and never really looked like losing. Like, we didn't look like losing at all across the two games. So, I don't know. 
strange to me. Um, plenty of post-match on... Oh, and also, by the way, the referee last night was absolutely appalling. Absolutely appalling. So there's that as well. And he's normally pretty good. Um, plenty of post-match coverage on this is Anfield, the good, the bad, and who do you want in the quarters? No luck here, and the ref was in blue. Three things fans are talking about after CL qualification. Reds not themselves, but trophy charge still on. Alexander-Arnold relishing double quarters amid cup final every weekend. Lots and lots to read on This is Anfield. On Liverpool.com, the headline piece is Curtis Jones is by Curtis Jones. So give that one a read. Liverpool can sign perfect 40 million Roberto Firmino replacement who shares Kylian Mbappe traits. This would be Amin Guri of Nice. Certainly one that you would like to see on the shortlist this summer. That Bobby replacement is the one thing we're still lacking. Guri has 12 goals and 8 assists this season. Last season he had 16 goals and 8 assists. So well balanced and consistent. At 22, he's still years from his prime. Lots and lots of levels to go up but a tremendous player with tremendous promise so do hopefully hopefully we'll uh, be in the mix for him and do give that one a read there Liverpool have one month contract exemption to make five exciting transfers to save FSG millions on Raw this on Scouted this week myself and Carl will have a look at players from Russia and the Ukraine that might be of interest. Um, there's not a whole lot. There really isn't a whole lot, but we'll have a look at the ones that could be. Liverpool see their chance for 30, 35 million transfer swoop as agent engineers 70 million transfer move. This is the Media Digest piece. Let's have a look then. The 35 million piece is a player is definitely going to be Kareem Adiemi. Yeah. <clears throat> Kareem Adiemi. Um, a leading agency has told Calvin Phillips they will get him to Liverpool. Apparently. 70 million for Calvin Phillips. No thanks. 45. Absolutely. But no. Not at 70. Definitely not. He's the 70 million player so we'll just say no to that one uh nico williams scored himself a couple of goals last night for fulham as they beat swansea one of them is an absolute stunner i'm sure you've seen it on social media good to see that nico has found his level and is doing well in the championship with fulham and hopefully just adding a little bit more money to the fee when he joins them on a permanent deal in the summer on AnfieldIndex.com, there is plenty of post-match stuff, uh, including post-match Raw, a couple of articles. There's also the latest Money Talks, the latest Under Pressure, the latest Molby on the spot. So check all of those out. And that will do me for today, folks. I will see you tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye.
We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.